0: Welcome to another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me on another episode. Today, I have the wonderful Sasha Jones on with me. Thank you, Caroline, so much for having me. It's no a pleasure problem. to be here. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Once we connected and I saw like the information about what you do, I was just like, that's definitely interesting. <laughs> but to all my listeners, Sasha is an anxiety breakthrough coach, healer, and digital course creator. Um, so all that she has to offer is is something that we all go through, and um, she's going to provide us with some tips and things like that that we can take and hopefully include in our daily lives. So, Sasha, I'm going to give you the floor. If you want to just talk a little bit about you. Sure. Thank you. So
1: uh, I'm a, uh, as you mentioned, I'm an anxiety breakthrough coach. I'm a healer. I'm an educator uh, with digital course um, creation. And uh, I um, have had my own journey. I'm a mum also of two busy boys who are 9 and 11. And um, I've had my own journey with anxiety and burnout and also PTSD, I lived at ground zero with 9-11 when the attacks happened. And uh, for me, it's been um, a journey, I guess, of my own healing uh, and the the trauma uh, probably that came via that, um, you know, I've always, uh i've always been proactive in my health and always been proactive in um you know preventative i'm a big believer in preventative um health and medicine uh but um for me i had probably four years ago a trigger um it was a ptsd trigger um i'd done some healing after 9 11 and uh i um i ended up um seeing a psychiatrist and I was diagnosed as clinically depressed and put on medication Uh, and I had just started my journey as a health coach, an integrated health coach at the time um, I'd done a big pivot. My background's been in uh, luxury brands, fashion retail, and also the wellness industry. I had a couple of health products that I was doing, and I just I had just started my health coaching um, certificate, and I felt that the the antidepressants weren't for me. They numbed me, and I just didn't feel like myself. So mm-hmm. I ended up coming off them, and um, I sort of deep dived into. Learning about human behavior and neuroplasticity, and I got trained as a uh, neurotransformation therapy practitioner, which is all about changing the mind and um, clearing trauma and emotions, negative emotions, and limiting beliefs via the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of been my last four years. Mm and uh, i tell you it's um it's been amazing and i um i just love it i'm really passionate about it i'm a reiki energy healer too so i'm big on the spiritual and the energy side um and i just love helping other mums and women i've had a, a sort of patterns of burnout as well myself um and yeah anxiety so um i just really uh, love being able to empower other women to be able to help themselves at the end of the day, you know, around their health
0: Wow, that's that's a lot, that's uh, a lot.
1: In a nutshell In a nutshell <laughs>
0: so You definitely provide a lot for us moms honestly, to think I know for me, when I was a first time mom, I never actually thought that moms could get burnout, out <laughs> mm-hmm. and never thought mm-hmm. that that would happen because it's like, how can you get burnout from taking care of your own kids? But it yeah. happens. Yeah. And it's just like... The it's awesome. a full-time gig. It happens. really is. And then if you're a mom who works outside of the home, it's it's like work, that work never stops. You're just mm-hmm. going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, there's no in-between. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can most definitely understand about the burnout. What are, what are some of the things that you... Some of the tips that you give moms who experience that burnout. My
1: first thing is to prioritize ourselves and to make sure that our cup is full because it is, I know it's cliche, hear it all the time, but we don't do it. And I, until probably, you know, recently, I didn't truly invest in that either myself. But it is making sure you're the priority, however that looks for you. Um, And, you know, making sure your health is good, your mental health is good, your emotional health is good, your spiritual health is good. Uh, It looks different for everybody. But just daily giving yourself that time, that's my number one, Um, you know, in terms of preventing burnout. You know, for me, I, I have morning ritual where I do commit to like meditation or journaling or just something to you know give me time in the mornings that's my time so yeah making us the priority is, is definitely number one you know health looks different for all of us and mm-hmm. well being looks different for all of us but it's making sure you know we're getting those basics in and you know how we're eating moving our body you know yeah. just uh, hydration you know those really
0: it is basics it's really it's you know and it's so funny that you say hydration because a lot of people will think, "Oh, that's not a big deal. Like you drink water and you'll be fine." But like if you don't if you don't hydrate enough, it'll definitely cause like bad reactions in you. I know last weekend I had that where I was working all day and I had nothing to drink and I had nothing to really eat. Mm-hmm. and my body was just like you cannot keep going. <laughs> it was started to like shut yeah. down. And it's like your whole attitude changes because you don't have that nourishment because you're not taking care of yourself. You're working and then you're you're coming home to take care of the kids and it's like all right, well now it's time to do something for me. Like oh no, nope, something else comes up and you have to do that. Then it's like okay, you mm-hmm. did that. Oh, mm-hmm. well something else mm-hmm. comes up. <laughs> So I totally felt that. And that's how, it, you know, we have to
1: go with that flow. Yeah, yeah. We have to go with that flow sometimes. And again, having said that, I think it's scheduling time in for ourselves. Yeah. You know, scheduling time in for a relationship with ourselves, with our partners, even, you know, whatever lights us up and, you know, and um, where that joy is, especially follow that. So, um, you know, gut health is a huge thing for me, I found in my own healing. Um, making sure I'm taking care of my gut because it help, it's connected to so many different aspects of the rest of our health and our systems, our immune system, you know, our mental health, we've got connections between our brain and our gut, so there's just different ways, mindfulness, um, you know, whether it's yoga, meditation, whatever your workout might be, walking, connecting with nature it's just yeah a lot of different ways that we can and i just think that um scheduling it in helps because it does get busy and it does get chaotic and sometimes you know if we don't it just it won't happen so it it
0: it won't as much as we (laughs) as much as we like to say it will and you know we'll get to it it's like no you really have to schedule that time with yourself because if you don't, it it just, you're just going to lose yourself and it's just going to be unhealthy for you. <laughs> yeah. And our
1: family, you know, I know like even just the last sort of, you know, a couple of months, as I mentioned before, we've been moving, you know, and, and we've got renovations and I'm setting up a new business and Yesterday, I cleaned the house back to front, you know, that was like literally, uh, but the kids had gone, my partner had gone, it was just, I didn't want to be cleaning the house, but I just (laughs) needed that time alone, you know, and I think, (laughs) for me, that was my therapy yesterday, so it's it's acknowledging and it's recognising the signs too. I think, you know, um, when we're not feeling motivated, when we're not feeling connected to ourselves, when, you know, our brain is not functioning properly, all those signs that sort of can be burnout. you know, our sleep, no matter how much we get, we're still waking up tired, you know, it's just being very self-aware, yeah, and recognizing when we're not right.
0: I think that's the biggest one for me is the sleep, because I, when I go to sleep, you think, oh, I'll wake up and I'll be fine. It's like, no, I still wake up tired. I still wake up just so fatigued and I think it's just because I don't mm. have a lot of time to take care of myself because I have to do so much for other people and and not that I have to do it all the time like yes for work you work and then obviously you take care of your kids but also it's okay to take that time for myself and I've I've gone through months of I'm gonna do this mm. for me and then I'll start mm. something and then it mm. just Mm. out the window so yeah I have to be more intentional about it I hear you yeah
1: I think um, as we are, um, you know, as women too, and I know, you know, I'm 49 years old and my hormones, you know, have changed and all our oestrogen levels and things. I think it's also been conscious of that. And I'm really big on blood sugar and eating for our, our, you know, our blood sugar levels and making sure that that they're stable. You know, I'm big on biohacking and, you know, all of that. But just, you know, making sure that um, the foods that we're eating are going to help you know, not sort of spike and crash us in terms of our blood levels and, you know, our sleep can be affected that way, you know, and, you know, our energy levels are definitely affected. So as I'm aging, I'm, you know, becoming less flexible. And so I'm more invested in, in making sure that we're getting, you know, or I'm getting the things that I need, which changes, it changes as we, you know, go through different stages too.
0: Well, I want to go back to something you said, you mentioned earlier. When you were talking about um you were on meds i think was it for your anxiety Mm -hmm. it was heightened anxiety and i was diagnosed
1: as clinically depressed so it didn't feel that it was right but yes it was there were depression and depression meds that i was on
0: so i had a question for you on that what made you say like, okay, no, you weren't gonna do it, and um, you weren't gonna continue to take those medicines? And then, how did you kind of work through that within you so you can get past that point? Because some people, you know, a lot of times, at least the doctors, they'll say, oh, if you don't, um, if you don't take these meds, you're, I don't know. All those medical terms. <laughs> Your everything's yeah, gonna be out of yeah. whack and just everything. How how if you don't take those A biochemical right, right? Well, I think look, um I'm
1: in an integrative health coach, so I take both East and Western approaches. We have both sides, um natural as well as, you know, um the Western approach. I do believe that medication and, you know, pharmaceuticals, especially, you know, antidepressants and things have their place. Um, I think there is a stigma about it in terms of taking it and feeling maybe it's a shame or feeling that that it's something that, you know, that you don't want to be on or for whatever reasons. For me personally, um, with antidepressant medication, it sort of evens you out. So you don't feel the highs and you don't feel the lows. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason that we need to go through those, you know, highs and lows because they are the polarities and we, we, you know, we need to explore them. It balanced me out, but I felt numb and I didn't like feeling numb. For me personally, right. it didn't feel that was okay. I have people I know that have taken them. that's, you know, they get, they, they swear by them. And that's absolutely fine too. But for it feels that um, we are an overmitted society. We don't go and look at root cause. We don't get down to what's really going on. And mm-hmm. we're, you know, it's a fear thing. We don't want to explore what's going on. If there's been trauma in the past, you know, it's a lot, it's uncomfortable. We don't want to go there. So medicating might be an easy option. So long-term for me, I feel that there has to be a multi-angle approach whether it's through it's it's through food it's through exercise it's also where i came into working with the subconscious mind um because when we experience trauma it's not actually the event that happens it's our reaction to that and our emotional reaction to it and it gets trapped in our nervous system so when we don't release that we will continue to have things show up like anxiety or depression or as symptoms of what's going on on the deeper level and the unresolved trauma so when we're also medicating we're not you know, it might seem like an easy fix, but at the end of the day, you know, it's not going to help us if we can't get to the root of it. And by working with the subconscious mind, i found that's a really direct and very fast way to, yeah, to do it. So look, yeah, I just, for me personally, it didn't feel right. When I came right. off them, I felt I had enough tools. Look, I would always say, speak to your GP, don't do it alone you know if you're going if you're on them and, and don't mess with that for me i took it into my own hands and i did because i had been studying my coaching i'd been i've been a yoga teacher before you know i would had all these tools and i just felt that i was in a good place i worked on my gut health to be able to come off them um so it's a very personal choice and we are all different yeah um I just feel that we can feel empowered and take our health into our own responsibility and into our own hands but it's also good to have someone to work with whether it's a professional or a gp or and or whatever that fit might be you know for us yeah coach, therapist yeah counselor whatever
0: so what are some tips um that you would give someone who may be Experiencing anxiety or depression or even trauma that'll kind of get them through and just start the process of healing and mm. becoming a better you, a better them. Because, mm. I mean, I know there's a lot of steps to it, um, but a lot of times mm. it's just getting doing that first thing is the hardest because you never know mm. where do I start, um, especially when you've gone through so many, so many different things in your life
1: yeah and look we all have our stuff um you know i believe that um you know we can control our state and we can control us we can't always control what's going to go on around us so it helps to have the empowering sort of tools there and one is that self-awareness um, and just being aware of when something's not right or you're not feeling right, you know, whatever you've been through. Um, that can come via mindfulness practices, et cetera. Um, the other thing is mastering our own minds. So when, we, you know, we have these thought patterns that continue on loops. And a lot of the time we're our own worst enemy and we're bullies, you know, when we've sort of gone through stuff and anxieties presenting or depression. So just being aware of catching those thoughts in the moment and challenging them. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that we're not alone, you know, you're not alone and that there are resources and support there. So um, there is no shame in absolutely, you know, Putting your hand up and asking for help. I think as women and generally, you know, we can tend to isolate ourselves a lot by not asking for help and just, right. you know, trudging on and doing it ourselves. I think that, you know, in the moment, physiology is look, there's ways to change our state. And one of them is physiology first, which is just getting up and moving your body. Um, it's the quickest way to get out of your head. Um, yes. and these are all for the moment short-term things. There's day-to-day for the long-term, so that would be via gut health, fire foods, Breath work, mindfulness. Um, there's a whole lot of different things within that. You know, getting out in nature, getting out in the sunshine, connecting with your family, connecting with people, and that that spiritual connection. I think is, is important too. And then also, you know, looking for your resources um, where they might be, um, and putting your hand up and, and you know finding that fit with. A, a professional whoever that might be whether it's a coach a healer like everybody has their their person um that would work for them so they're sort of just yeah that's pretty much um that's that's what's helped me and that's what i would always
0: you know um, work
1: with my clients around as well so it's empowering yeah. ourselves but also knowing that you're not in life.
0: so is that some of the things that you provide for your clients is to be that that support and that coach for them through that process.
1: Yeah yeah I do timeline I work with timeline therapy um, and I also I've got a bit of a hybrid so I work with the physical health as well as the you know sort of the timeline which works in subconscious and that clearing and healing of trauma and stacked emotion there okay. um, and also energy healing so that's how I um, work and um, just depends on the particular client. but I found yeah. timeline therapy and that subconscious work is very direct and it, it's very quick. And, um it's it has great results as well so
0: and i know you um you mentioned earlier about that you also do reiki could mm-hmm. you explain a little bit of what that sure. is sure
1: yeah so i we it works with energy healing and it's universal source energy so we are all energy whether mm-hmm. you believe in woo-woo or you're your practical, um, both. Um, and it's quantum physics, really. Energy is we we just show up in different forms. There is we all have access to universal energy and source energy, and essentially, um, it's an do you want to call it alternative? Becoming a lot more mainstream. You can help. For me, I get downloads, I actually get downloads for clients around their health when I'm doing it. It's a hands-off approach and it really is just an exchange of um, energy to heal. So I have a, you know, with clients that help um, want help around emotional well-being, um, if they're going through physical stuff like you know, illness or whatever, it can help with that. Um, I do distance so essentially I just need to know what their intention is and what they would like and I can send energy by a distance but it's it's amazing and I'm you know it's helped me as well I have uh, my own Reiki energy people I see. Um, Look, it's for some, it's not for everybody, but I'm a believer, and I just believe. I mean, energy, we we are, and it's just an exchange. It's an exchange of that to heal. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I've I've heard of it before, but I've never actually like looked too much into it. But I've I've heard a, quite a few people that I know who who either done it or who who are I think who specialize in it.
1: Yes, I mean we all work on a vibration and a frequency and that's essentially what it does. It changes that. And it is about elevating that frequency and raising that frequency. And that's the, that's and ultimately what we wanna do, just raise our vibration and energy, break the energy helps with that, so.
0: Mm.
1: You should check it out.
0: <laughs> I know, I should. There was recently, I went to a workshop where they were talking about like those little crystals. I don't know. But they were talking about, like you said, you know, working on people's vibrations and their energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never realize how um, how other people's energy affects you. So if someone has like a negative energy or has, you know, just the energy that that doesn't really coincide with you, that kind of, you know, does something to you. So mm-hmm. there is something to, you know, working with energies.
1: And we do, we have like fear-based, you know, the low-level emotions that we go through, especially around trauma and, you know, when we're mm-hmm. sort of crappy and burnt out and, you know, stressed and anxious, they're low-level frequencies and vibrations and, you know, love and abundance and all these, you know, amazing and joy, they're higher. So, you know, it, it makes sense really to be, you know, trying to
0: move through these ones and, you know, sit up here. So, um, oh, great, great. That is so awesome. You definitely Mm -hmm. provide a different way of looking at certain things, um, especially with trauma and anxiety and just trying to find different ways of of healing. Because I know Mm -hmm. a lot of times there's just so so many things out there, but you never know which one to really do, which one to really connect with. So it's good Mm -hmm. to talk to someone who's in the field and can give Mm -hmm. that expert advice on just the steps any type of um tips and just a better understanding of what each of these things are because like i said i've heard about reiki but i've never actually sat down and like (laughs) really discussed it so this was definitely helpful
1: Oh, good. And it is at the end of the day finding the right fit. We're all by, we're all different. We are Great. all different. We all have different approaches, and some things make sense to some and not to others. So yeah, it's it's just finding what works for
0: us. It is. It really mm. is. And a lot of and mm. a a lot of these things are all trial and error because it's not always. It's not. It's definitely not one size fits all. Just like no. motherhood is not one size fits mm. all. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah. does so many things differently. So it's always good to learn new things and just like mm. have different um different tools to put in our yeah. quote That's unquote motherhood toolbox. It's so
1: true. Yeah. As many tools as we can help, you know.
0: Yes. Oh, you say you do one-to-one work. Yes, I do.
1: I do. And I am just actually about to, um, I mentioned before with our property, um, we are, um, or I'm going to be holding face-to-face group retreats, um, going forward and also VIP, VIP deep healing weekends, um, for anybody who is local to Australia. Um, and Central Coast where I am. But I do virtual, otherwise I do virtual coaching and I do one-to-one virtual. So I have a program that I work with over six weeks, which helps to, um, uh, really it's about emotional freedom and emotional healing and just feeling um, lighter and finding our mojo and prioritizing ourselves. And if you've been through trauma or, you know, burnout or any things that we've discussed, it really helps to release negative emotions that we attach to um, and to also help with limiting beliefs, things that keep us stuck. So that's um, my six-week program. It's called
0: The Last Five, and I work virtually Mm -hmm. with that one, yeah okay do you have any face-to-face ones or is that all I do
1: I work from a wellness space once a week locally just I love that as much as virtual is easy I just really do love that that face-to-face you know in-person connection right yeah and I think a lot of people are going back to that too you know especially after the last three or four years it's just you know it is really great to be in the
0: presence of you know another person and work with them so I do that one day a week as well Mm. but but like you said you do provide virtual so it could be mm. wherever you are in the world you'll be able to work with them yeah absolutely yeah oh, yes, okay. that's the beauty of digital but yeah.
1: How- so my my sorry my socials. Um, I have a group on on Facebook called yes. the Startup Lounge, um, and I provide I got I sort of do lives into that, and I've got a community there. So um, that is sort of if you need to find me. I'm on Instagram as well, and all my information's there. around.
0: You said, could you repeat that how people can find you?
1: Yeah, so I have a group on Facebook called the Startup Lounge. It's called Health Tides, Um, the Startup Lounge Health and Wellbeing for Mompreneurs. And then um, my handle on Instagram is at Sasha Jones, my name, S A S C H A Jones underscore. So all the information is there if anyone's interested to work with me. Yeah,
0: find out more about me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to definitely include that in the show notes. So guys, if you go down to the notes, you can click on the link and go Mm -hmm. to her socials and link with her and get more information. Because this is, you know, as parents, we go through a lot of trauma that can sometimes it can make or break us as parents. Because we when you go through certain things, it's so hard to come out and it's so hard to kind of figure out how to come out (laughs) or the steps Mm -hmm. that I get through so it's good to to have people like you who are able to help and just kind of sit down with you and go through this process and just help you kind of navigate your emotions and just navigate everything that you're going through and i know in the beginning you said that you um you lived in new york city during 911 and i and i'm I definitely know that was very traumatic because I know mm-hmm. I lived in New York City at that time, but I didn't live at mm-hmm. ground zero like mm-hmm. you were saying you did. So that can definitely be traumatic for you and just how you parent because then it puts that mindset of like your, your safety thoughts are on overdrive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. It happens yeah
1: and when we don't deal with it, it you know even if sometimes I think for me I felt like I had you know and this 20 years later sort of came out of the blue and I had my sort of own turning point and when mm-hmm. we don't deal with it it does show up as anxiety and stress and you know being a mum we have a lot of that anyway so right, I think the more right. we can be in tune with ourselves and heal you know and not be afraid to explore that part of ourselves, which is that shadow part of ourselves you know the better we can be as women and, and as mums and give back and you know yeah and just live in joy at the end of the day you know we want to be free and live in joy so yeah shine a light on it (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) it's not not always as easy as that but yeah (laughs) and
0: we're not
1: alone you know I think it's the beauty of and just you providing a platform like this is just amazing thank you for that because it's just great to connect with with moms and women doing amazing things which you are so thank you
0: thank you thank you you too yeah thanks and it's good to know that I know a lot of times moms and that's one of the things that got me started on this podcast is you always think you're alone and then you hear stories of other moms who are going through like the same things or have gone through the same things and you're just like oh well I you know it's not just me (laughs) yeah yeah like, and that's yeah. where that, that community and connection comes yes. in, which is really important. Yes. Yes. which is definitely very important because mm. then you just feel as if you have to deal with things yourself when in fact there's people around who can help or who have gone through the same things and they can help you navigate through. So it's, it's really awesome to know that mm. you know, there's all these resources around. And a lot of times if you don't have it in your community, Just like how yours is virtual so it's like you can Mm. you can still have this support Mm. virtually yeah
1: absolutely yeah and there are there are reasons even i think when it's it's often when we feel that there aren't the resources there are there is you know there's one it's that one choice or one decision or one step away from you know yeah that change so yeah
0: right yeah so what made you get into this type of work was it because of the trauma that you went through or yeah I yeah look I've got a really unique mix of skills I've worked you know in
1: retail and as an art consultant and then you know but I've always really loved helping people mm-hmm. and I just to um to just show up as their best selves and to, to be their best selves however that looks you know and I think I always felt that I, especially with these retreats, that I wanted to do something, but it's taken me a long time to get to this place, knowing my vehicle. And this, you know, as in terms of just the healing, I really feel that I've found it. And at the end of the day, we have to be passionate about what we do, you know, and (laughs) figure out a way to make money around that, you know. But it's, it's where it starts, to be passionate and to follow that. And it's not always a straight line you know, getting to that, that place and it's evolving and changing, but I just, yeah, I think it was, it was definitely the last four years, I just needed that, that this was what I was passionate about, helping others when they feel stuck or they're in pain
0: or, yeah, just how they can be the best, best that they can be. For moms, that's really great because when, you, when you're going through those moments of just like, like you said, feeling stuck or you're going through pain you're going through trauma you just don't know what to do where to go who can help you there's like an abundance of resources but in the moment you're not thinking about it or you don't know how to access it so Mm -hmm. to be able to have these resources available to you or have someone like you kind of help them through is is most definitely needed. So thank you for what you do.
1: <laughs> oh, my pleasure. And yeah, it's just at the end of the day, feeling empowered. I think too. Yeah. Like you mentioned, another tool in our toolkit, and, and we can never have enough of those. So it's empowering ourselves with those tools, so we can manage. Because there's always going to be stress. There's always going to be a bit of anxiety. and There's going to be the curveballs that life throws us. Oh yes. <laughs> some days are better than others Mm -hmm. oh oh man but yeah like I went and coming back to that state just it's our state that we can manage and our state is you know emotional state our mental state our physical state and how we can manage that
0: you know but
1: thank you so
0: much for this thank you Caroline
1: it was just yeah gorgeous connecting with you
0: yes this was a lot of good information and for everyone like I said all All Sasha's information is going to be right in the show notes. So please go down to the link and connect with her because I know as moms, we tend to feel like we don't have enough time or, you know, just taking time for ourselves seems like a lot. But if you're going through things and you just feel like you have nowhere to turn or you don't know what to do, you know, there are people like Sasha out there that are available to help you there might not be those resources in your community but she has virtual options so there's always (laughs) a way to connect (laughs) there is thank you so thank you so much sasha this was a great conversation on just giving us some tools to put in our toolbox of motherhood because we honestly can never have enough no cuz we are always learning doesn't matter how long you've been a parent there's always something new <laughs> <laughs> A new, age, new stage. Yeah. oh my gosh yes yeah. and everybody is different like every child you can go through one thing with one child and it's like a whole other <laughs> mm. thing with the next so anything that we can do to just kind of help us through this life as a mom (laughs) smooth ride yes most Mm -hmm. definitely so thank you so much Sasha thank you all for listening and if you would like to connect with Sasha like I said all her information will be in the notes so send her a message go on her Facebook page um, and just connect if you don't know where to go and you just need uh, a first step well think of this as you're listening as your first step so here you go <laughs> now put the next foot in front of you and click and and contact her and, and let's get this going because I know we all go through trauma and stress and anxiety and depression at some form of time in this motherhood journey and You know, for a lot of people, it just takes longer than others to to empower ourselves and build ourselves up. So to have someone like Sasha be available to help us through that and just get us a little further than we could on our own is needed and helpful. So thank you so much for what you do, Sasha. My pleasure. Thank you all. And don't forget, you can listen on all your listening platforms. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you love to listen. Or go on my website, thelazymomblog.com and click on the newest episode. And I hope to see everyone back here next week on an all-new episode of The Lazy Moms Podcast.